2: This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast with Andrea Owen, a no BS guide to self-help and badassery. Because ladies, let's face it, life's too short for it to not kick ass. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen.
0: All right, hey, ass kickers, it's Andrea Owen and I'm here with another edition of the your kick-ass life podcast and we are finally wrapping up our fourth and final series with mike Rostowski. and um if you missed the first three we talked about relationships we talked about sex we talked about spirituality and we talked about what else did we talk about now i totally forget
3: (laughs) i think that was Um... Spiritually, yeah, a lot of important stuff, and it was really fun. Love Maybe. relationships, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: And this is our last one, and we wanted to talk about saying no and asking for what you want, all that really good stuff that's so important. And I think that, uh, I think I'm just going to jump right in and ask you, because it was you, Mike, that that wanted to, to to have this as one of our topics. And so what kind of, what happened, what was going on, where this became sort of like in the forefront of your of your existence
3: um yeah so i i sort of hit the turning point in in june um i've been blogging for about two years and i hit like the the tipping point where i couldn't personally respond to like every email every request for my time Mm -hmm. uh, every podcast interview every coaching client um and and it was just really tough, and I, like, I built my business on saying yes to everything, um, mm-hmm. every, every interview, every client, um, every like road trip, every conference, and and there was this like this definitive moment in June where I just said, "Wow, like, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm I'm overwhelmed, and um, like, I, I need to figure out something else." Mm-hmm. Cause this, cause this isn't working anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: I think that, you know, even a lot of the people that, that listen to my podcast, they're, they're not coaches or own their own business. And, and, but I think that, I think that, and and you can tell me how you knew it wasn't working, but I know for me, every time I'm, I'm spread too thin and I, I've been saying yes, I can actually feel it happening in my body. Do you feel that way too?
3: Um, yeah, it's a it's a feeling of um, <laughs> it's just a feeling of being tired, and it's like a feeling of fatigue, and um, and I'm and I'm angry, like yeah. I'm 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 a little bit angry, and I'm a little pissed off. And
0: I was really hoping um, you said that because I didn't want to sound like a complete bitch when I said.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just about to say like I get a little bitchy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get resentful, and I'm like, oh my god who needs me now and especially and i think this is probably for a lot of people listening too and and i know you can't relate to this but as mothers oh it's it's you know it's this whole other world of people needing us and then when more stuff gets on to piled on top and piled on top yeah it's that it's that tired anxiety um but you know and here's here's kind of where i wanted to to talk about because and and you can tell me if you felt this way too. And the reason that you were saying yes so much, was it partly because, and this is just rampant. in the people that I work with and talk to is people pleasing. And I know, and I know for me, I just, in, especially in the beginning of my business and, and even in my life in general, I don't want to upset people. Like it goes to a deep rooted place of, I want everybody to like me. And I, I have to, not only say yes, but, but go like my intention is to go overboard and like give them 150%. And I can never, I I will never measure up to that. So it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. And at least in my experience, how about yours?
3: Um, yeah, I mean, I, um, I like to over deliver in every moment and <laughs> whether it's a, uh, just a 10 a, a minute conversation at a networking mixer, or if it's a first date or if it's a coaching call or if it's a event that I'm throwing. And um, just at, at a certain point, there's only so much capacity that one human being has to, you know, there, there's only so much energy that one person has. And um, yeah, and that's just like a, just a side effect of growth is um I I heard Daniel Laporte speak at World Domination Summit this this past one and 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 for me like she said this one sentence and like for me it was worth like the five hundred dollar ticket just, just to be there and like almost get permission from Daniel Laporte to say no. And she said something to the likes of, you know, like the ah, like like the you know, one of the really hard parts about like growth is like saying no to the people who got you to where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um and, and for me, that's like saying no to people who I love. Cause you know me, I'm like big heart love, Mike Gristowski. Right. <laughs> and, um, and it's hard because like people that I legitimately love and people who, um, like helped me so much, you might've helped me with my like website or helped me do copy or like who I, I stayed at their house and like watched cartoons with their kids. And I, you know, as I was traveling around the world and, um, to say no to them because I just, I don't have enough time because I'm, I'm working on this huge conference and I'm writing and I have a full slate of coaching clients. Like it's, it's really hard and, um, it's, it's honestly something, it's a muscle to be flexed just like anything, right? Just like confidence or just like public speaking or coaching. And, and I'm like, I'm on the journey of flexing that, like saying no muscle, um, and I'm definitely getting better at it, but it's, uh, it's uncomfortable for me. Cause I do, I guess I, I just care so much about people that, um, it's, it's hard for me to say no.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think too, what came up for me when you were saying that is that it doesn't necessarily mean no forever. It just means no right now. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? I mean, that's what this show is all about, right? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you can do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscribers sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Babbles designed by real people for real conversations. Their courses are so convenient and have helped me learn real-life conversation skills in Spanish. It's so easy to learn how to order food. That's where I get the most excited to use it at Mexican restaurants or ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while on vacation, etc. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash noise. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash noise, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash noise. Rules and restrictions may apply. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real P-O-S? You need Shopify for retail. The <laughs> cat with Shopify POS, you can accept credit cards, mobile payments, and every other major payment method, all with low fees and transparent pricing starting on day one. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 a month trial period at shopify.com slash noise, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash noise to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com noise. Noise. At least that's the perspective I look at it through.
3: hmm Yeah.
0: You're not like breaking up with these people. Like I never can speak to you again.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or maybe you are, I don't know.
3: Yeah, it's it's not that I can never speak to you again, but just the the um the nature of our relationship has to change. So whereas maybe a year ago we would call each other every week and talk on Skype and just kind of bullshit about our businesses and talk about whatever, like I, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, it's like, I I don't do that. I don't do that at all anymore. Like every, every call has a purpose and, um, a intention and, um, like I, I really don't do anything unconsciously now. Um, so Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: You know what that made me think of when you were saying that is, um, I know that what my people face in their lives you know, in in various parts of their lives is saying no and doing what I just said is, is kind of breaking up with certain friends. So, I mean, I know that I've had, it's, it's interesting. I've, I've had that happen to me in both ways of where I, I really needed to end the friendship because it was just toxic. And then other times, and I've actually had someone do that to me before where, um, I was just in a place where I was not well, And it was just so much drama and that person had to say to me, look, I can't, I can't continue this friendship right now while you're still in this, you know, I was in a really bad relationship. And then I've also had friendships where they sort of organically just, uh, change. I think those are the easiest (laughs) to come to terms with. You don't have to have that breakup call, but that to me is a way of saying no. And I, I think that for women, I don't know if it's this way with men, but women tend to hold on to friendships longer than they need to. What do you think? I mean, is it, is it the same for guys?
3: Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Definitely. Like I, uh, yeah, I know guys who hang hang out with the same guys every week and like, they don't even like them anymore, but they just, they sit there and they go to the same restaurant and watch football or they just like, they're in the habit of, you know, those are their guy friends and that's who they, and that's who they hang out with.
0: Why do you think Um, they do that?
3: Um, because it's comfortable because, you know, because there, there is history there and there are fun times, but, um, you know, they, they don't know that there's another path or like, they don't know that there are other people who would want to be their friend or they might have some weird belief around just like, you know, no one wants to be my friend or like, I'm not worthy of love or, Mm. you know, like this is as good as it's going to get. Um. So they just stick with what's comfortable, even even when they're in pain. You know, there's there's pain and discomfort of, like, gosh, like, this isn't as fun as it used to be, but that's all they know. Yeah. So they stick in it.
0: Yeah, and I think it's the same way for women, too, in that you really – and. and you really just, and I think there's probably a sense of worthiness there. Like they don't think that they can have other friends that no one else will like them. And it's just, it is, I think it's a lot like some intimate relationships. You just get so used to each other and it's, you have so much history together, so many great memories and it's hard to let it go. Like I'm not saying at all that it's not (laughs) difficult to let it go, but I always like to, um, I always like to like honor the, the friendship and just like celebrate the things that we went through. And, and then, um, always introspectively think about what I learned too. like, what did I learn from this relationship? Like this friendship, like what is, what is the woman I don't want to be like how I was with her? Like, what are the things I'm not proud of and I want to change? And, um, I, I think too, that's a really great segue for, and you and I were talking briefly before about, asking for what you want. And I, have you ever manifested any friends? I bet you have.
3: Um, Oh my God. All the, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> you're like there's a bear shit in the woods. And <laughs> <Yes."
3: laughs> in, in every minute of every day, it's like these, um, these people are just coming into my life. Um, so there's, there's something that, that, that happens when you take a stand. And mm. when I say take a stand, it's like, it's, it's starting a blog or it's, um, just sharing, even in a Facebook status update, like just something that you care about or something that you're passionate about or something that you're doing. And, um, yeah. And just like when I started my, my blog, it was like the, the, the most incredible thing that ever happened to me because it brought other like-minded people who are into personal growth and just like kicking ass in life and people who were, out to make a dent in the, in the universe. And they would, you know, comment on my blog post and they'd, they'd email me and say, Hey, like, let's grab a beer. Or, you know, I, 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 I live in Boston. If you ever need a couch, you can come and stay with me. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just launched, you know, just this week I launched, um, a men's conference. Um, it's called the the conference for men and it's going to be in San Diego in April. And there's going to be like 300 amazing men in the same room and just like two days of really deep, Like transformational work around what it takes to be a man. And I put it out to the world because it's been in my head for the past year. And just, oh my gosh, like people are just coming out of the woodwork to support me. Guys who I've never met, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. literally at least a dozen guys who I've never met are like, oh my gosh, like I'm so there. Like I do men's work in you know in this city i'd love to support you and send it to my tribe like i'd love to speak um, people who i really look up to like people who've like given ted talks and stuff they've they've reached out saying i'd you know i'd love to speak there and i can re- you know really talk about you know like really personal stuff in in my life and like my journey of being a man so um yeah just like when you so in regards to manifesting friends like when you stand for something, um, just people can rally around it. Yeah. But you know, if you don't take a stand, um, then you're just kind of vanilla and you blend in with the other seven billion humans. And mm-hmm. um, that, you know, so I, when I was at Pam Slim's Creative Live um, taping in San Francisco, one of the notes that I took and I I highlighted it and put stars on it, and um, it was around a piece on sales. And, uh, and she said, you know, um, a, you know, yes is good and no is good, but maybe we'll kill you. And, (laughs) and I just, I love that because it's, um, (laughs) it's like either yes, like it's, you know, uh, you're going to be my friend. So, so let's say a relationship, like, yes, like you're going to be my girlfriend, um, or no, we're, we're breaking up because this relationship doesn't serve us anymore. Um, those are both good, but, but this like, maybe we're like, we're still sleeping together and like Mm -hmm. we text each other and, you know, and we just keep like it's coming in and out of each other's lives and hurting each other and it's just pain. And we don't know what the other person really wants. Like, like that, that sucks.
1: Yeah. Um, yep.
3: and, and, and so much of my work as a coach is, is, is getting men on the side of yes or no and just like making them take a stand mm-hmm. and, and it just frees up so much energy to, you know, share your greatest gifts in the world and like be the biggest, baddest, most kick-ass version of yourself.
0: Yeah. I, I, I love that. I think I, I really like that. The yes or no and a maybe will kill you. I think that I think there's a lot of people that are, are living in that maybe. And it's, you know, and I don't, and, and I'm not here to blame and shame someone if, if they are, but I, I just think it's really good to point out that there is, there's when you're ready, make a move and decide on a yes or a no. And, um, you know, I want to go back and and touch on what you said about taking a stand for something and that's really how you, in your experience, how you've, how your life changed and, you know, it it sounds like it was a combination of, of saying no to the things that weren't serving you and and not trying, you know, can't please everyone and then taking a stand for something and, and, you know, speaking about it. And, And I'm not saying that Mike's way is the end all be all. And I know that you and I are a lot alike in that way, but I know not everyone is like that and, and, and people ask me they're like how do I manage I want a better tribe I want friendships that serve me I want relationships that serve me but I'm not like maybe that person's really shy or an introvert or or, or to me and I, and I would love for you to answer this but it's about it really is about first of all taking inventory of the the five key players in your life that that are that are here presently and if they're serving you or not, and what you are willing to take action on around it. My my best friend and colleague Amy Smith. One of my favorite quotes is she says, "Don't complain about anything that you're not willing to take action on." So, <laughs> if you're not willing to take action on leaving some relationships or friendships that aren't serving you, then then that's that's your choice, basically. And also. I think to, what's a really important element of that is to, cause people are always like, I want to find my soulmate. What does he or she look like? I want to find a better tribe. Who are they? Well, who are you? First of all, what are you willing to bring to these relationships? Uh, I love giving people the exercise of, you know, like create your, your, your own match.com profile. And I want you to focus on not only what you want, but what are you going to bring to the table? What kind of woman are you going to show up as? What can you commit to? Because that says a lot about the kind of people that that are going to come into your life. Am I talking crazy?
3: No, no, <laughs> um, not at all. I I tell that to to friends all, all, all the time. Of um, like, don't find a tribe. Just just make it um, and. So I'm a you know I'm a nomad. I haven't had a home in in 18 months. Like I pretty much have like a a really tight tribe of friends in I would say in every major metro area. Like I would say the the top 20 cities mm-hmm. in the US. I could go there and host a meetup for entrepreneurs, authors and a sort of game changers and have 10 to 20 people show up. Mm-hmm. And um Yeah. It's, it's just something that I, that I picked up that I, I think I, I had a couple friends who I just noticed that they did it and I just started doing it. So like my, um, my friend Nick Reese put this, he put this like entrepreneurship retreat together called skip winner where, you know, it was January of 2012 and like he knew 10 people. Um, and he basically took like his 10 best friends, like the ones that like really inspired him and just like, brought them all down to, to Mexico for, for, for a week and we became family in like a week. And, um, and my friend Sean Ogle just like on a last minute, like through a happy hour in New York city and just sent like, he, he sent something out to his list and like 40 people showed up 40 amazing people. And just like, for me, that was the proof of concept of like, Oh, you know, it's like, Why? why go on meetup.com and like try and find the cool people to hang out with or why go, you know, like why try and find something, just, just create it. Like you, everyone listening on this podcast, like, you know, at least five to 10 people that are really, really awesome in your hometown. Like why not just invite them all over to your house for, for dinner one night or, you know, just like have a potluck, one weekend and, and call it like the awesome person meetup or, you know, <laughs> yeah. just seriously, you know, because, cr- because those people probably need more awesome friends too. And, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's like Insta tribe. And <laughs> I, I have a lot of friends who've done this and, and they're like, Oh my God, Mike, like it works so easily. And I went from having, you know, like kind of okay friends to having this, like this, like wolf pack or like this, like little tribe of just incredible people. And and we hang out every other week. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so you like, you know, the people just, just put the invite out and just like invite them over your house for dinner. And then, and, and when they're at your house, like ask really good questions and facilitate dialogue. And, and then afterwards, everyone will be like, Oh my gosh, we need to do this again. And then Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll have your peeps.
0: It's, I I love that idea. And I've, I've done that before and, and, um, not exactly what you said, but I remember when, you know, this is like back in the dinosaur age when Facebook just came out, we were phasing out of MySpace, (laughs) and I was, I was like starting to see these really cool people online that I would love to be friends with, but they lived in a completely like across the country. And so I like sheepishly back then I was like, Oh my gosh, what if they say no? And sometimes people didn't respond. I asked him to Skype with me and just said, I, "I I love what you do in the world and and um you know these were people in my field and your field might be different, but I would just I would love to have like a thirty minute conversation with you." And I met some of the coolest people. And again, yes, I did have some people that just didn't respond or that the scheduling didn't work out. And I have, and not to say that your Insta Tribe is going to work out beautifully every time. I don't know if this ever happened to you, Mike, but. I have had, um, one in-person conversation when I still lived in San Diego, we met up and a Skype conversation that just falls flat where you're just like, like you think you might like be instant BFFs and then you get, um, and there's just not a whole lot of chemistry and that is neither, you know, it's like, I'm not making that person wrong. I just think that there are certain people that you have better chemistry with and certain friends and it just wasn't a fit. And you know, I, 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 all that to say, like, you're not gonna bat a thousand. I didn't. And my my mom always says like Andrea would get along with the devil himself. And it just there's some people that just <laughs> aren't gonna be your tribe. So don't get discouraged if you if that happens. <laughs> blog. I want to do the things that matter to me for as long as possible, which is why I drink AG1 every morning to support my brain, gut, and immune health. All it takes is one scoop a day, and I'm laying the groundwork for long-term health. I know with AG1 I'm giving my body high-quality nutrition. Every batch of AG1 goes through a rigorous testing process so you know it's safe. And AG1 ingredients are sourced for absorption, potency, and nutrient density. AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to have them as a long-term Partner. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com/slash noise. That's drinkag1.com slash noise. Check it out.
2: Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence. together we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility and joy.
3: Yeah, yeah, and then and if it doesn't work out, it's like, "Oh no, there's 10,000 other <laughs> like life coaches or software developers or moms or you know, like Etsy like whatever."
0: Yeah, like yeah,
3: <laughs> whatever you're trying to get more of, like there's there's such a there's such an abundance of of everything in yeah. the world.
0: Yeah, I remember speaking of moms. Like I remember when my son was first born, and um, there was this moms group, and and I and that's just a hard time I think in a mom's life. And I, I had heard so many of my other friends say like, "Oh, your moms group, like that those are going to be the friends that you have forever." And my kids are twelve, and we still get together. And I had all these amazing expectations and it didn't turn out that way for me and I'm not saying like I thought they were all really great and I still am like Facebook friends with a couple of them and I love seeing their kids grow up but I didn't have I didn't have any Grand Slams and so I think it's it's also good to you know expect the best and and try to manifest the hell out of it but if it doesn't work out like you were saying like there's that actually happened to me when we first moved here I thought because I lived in San Diego for 36 years, had never lived anywhere else and we moved to northern Utah and I thought like I would just make friends like right away, you know. <laughs> so we moved to this town that it's a smaller town where most people grew up here and where I was from in San Diego, most people are transplants. So um and I was, I was a minority cause I was a native and, but most of the people were native here. And so they all knew each other. They'd grown up together. Everybody knew everybody. And I felt like such an outsider. And I, I started going to this Pilates place and I love, I loved that the people there, but it, they weren't my people. They, they weren't like my BFFs. And I was so bummed for a long time. And I had tearful conversations with my best friend who was still out in orange County. And And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I had, I put so much blame on myself. Like I must be too much for these people. I am, I don't belong here. I am such an outsider. This isn't the right place for me. And really all I needed to do was like chill the hell out and, (laughs) and kind of like look into more places and really just give it time. I mean, those were the main three things that I had to do. And I think even if you're not brand new to a place, those three things help. Relax about it and you know branch out a little bit and give it some time.
3: Yeah, hell yeah. I'm right with you. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, exactly. And uh yeah, and and I talk about this a lot um on uh, Jonathan and I's like internet show. It uh, I feel like this theme comes up almost every week of just like accept ex- accept exactly where you where you're at yeah. and you know, then the number of friends that you have, or the number, of, like the amount of love and connection that you have in your life—it's—it's it's perfect. You know, you've you've cultivated it up to uh, up up to this point, and just make the conscious decision uh, today that you know that's something that if it's something that you want to work on, then that's something. Um, you know, there's an optimal level of, of love and connection. Like if there's not enough, then do some of the, of the things that we've talked about, like inviting people over to dinner. Um, I do, I do Skype dates too. Like I, I'll, I'll reach out to people who I respect or, you know, friends who I haven't caught up with in a while. And, like I reached out to Susan Hyatt and said, "Hey, like, do you want to eat, eat breakfast together? <laughs> like, and just like, just like, drink green smoothies together in just chat one day?" Like, I just, I you know, was, she
0: was the very first person I did that with.
3: Oh, that's really funny awesome. that you mention
0: her. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hope not everybody starts to email Susan Hyatt.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, don't. She's <laughs> gonna get an
0: influx of emails. Okay.
3: <laughs> um. But yeah, just you know, people and and with no attachment to the outcome. So if if these people say no. If, if someone says, you know what, sorry, um, I'm, I'm really busy working on this like mastermind product or I'm, I'm really busy with like work de- deadlines. I respect them way more than had they taken the phone call or taken the Skype meeting and, you know, sort of like grounded themselves into the ground and they're feeling can angry. Tell when
0: someone's not present, I've gotten on the phone. I had a consult one time with another, when I was looking to hire a coach mm-hmm. and I could tell she was completely multitasking while we were on the phone together. Like, I don't know if she was like doing some, she was doing something where I could hear it in the background and I'm like, if you're that busy, why did you, why didn't you reschedule or, you know, it's like that. so obviously I didn't hire her uh, and I don't recommend her. So (laughs) just, yeah, I agree with you. I respect you more if you say no. I I went through a period (laughs) of time where I had to say no when I was, when I was knee deep in finishing my book and that was really hard because I had some people Email me that wanted to do, like like people that I respected that wanted to do joint ventures or interview me, and it was painful to say no. And I'll tell you what, my inner critic came in and was like, "You are stupid for not taking this interview. Just figure it out. Do it on a Sunday or something. Just figure it out." And I just I had it was such a good lesson in in like setting boundaries and and really what it is is and I, I remind people of this when you're saying no you are saying yes to yourself or you're saying yes to something else. That's really important in your life. What is it? Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Um, I, I, I want, so, so for the people who are, um, having the trouble, um, so for some of the, your listeners that might like run a business or they Mm -hmm. might be coaches, um, there's a, if, if so Google this phrase, um, the new way to say no. And, uh, my friend Clay Hebert or Hebert, I don't know how to, how to say his last name. I always forget. Um, but Clay wrote this, this, this article about, um, um, it's on, it's on medium.com. So it's, uh, the new way to say no. And he gives you a script that he sends to, to everyone. Um, cause like if you're doing something awesome in, in the world, people want to ask you for help cause yeah. you know, cause you're just one step ahead. Um, ahead of them. And they want to ask how you built your coaching business or, you know, how you built your real estate empire or like how you built your, your baking empire. And, um, he has this like amazing script and he uses clarity FM. I don't know if you've I heard of heard that. Of it. Yeah, but it's, um, clarity FM is this, it's a service where people can book your time by the minute. And there's a ton of, a ton of startup guys are on there. Like Mark Cuban's on there, and, um, And you can, you know, just like book people's time by the minute and you can either choose to keep the money or you can donate it to like a handful of charities and, um, yeah. And like, it's the, it's the perfect filter. So I, I just signed up for a clarity.fm and I haven't really started using it yet, but it's, it's a perfect way to say, Hey, you know what? Like I'm really busy with X, Y, Z. Um, you know, if you want, then, you know, you can book me on a permanent basis. Like I donate all the, you know, all the proceeds to charity water. Um, so, so that's, you know, that's one, that's one route. And then I also like, uh, Marie Forleo did the video about, um, uh, like pick your brain because <laughs> people always say, Hey, you know, Andrea, can I, can mm-hmm. I pick your brain? Yeah. Um, and I know that there's a handful of entrepreneurs and coaches out there that actually have a page that, that says like, you know, pick my brain or borrow my brain. And it's like, Hey, you know, it's like I in, um, and then, you know, attempt to, you know, keep me focused on, you know, on, on the work that will do the greatest good, good in the world. Like I just, I, you know, I, I can't really meet everyone for, for coffee or, um, you know, if you'd like, you can book me for a session. It's, you know, it's $250 or, um, and, you know, and there's an actual page that says pick my brain or, you know, take me out to coffee <laughs> or borrow, yeah. or borrow my brain. Um, so I, I've seen a handful of people, uh, do that because, um, because, you know, you're, if you're someone who's like worked your way up to a certain level of like success, like your time is so valuable, mm-hmm. um, there's someone I, I love the story of like Pablo Picasso was like in a restaurant and he scribbled some like sketch on a napkin and someone asked him oh you know yeah, how much for the for the sketch and he said you know twenty thousand dollars and they said twenty thousand dollars that's that's ridiculous you know that, that took you a couple of minutes and he said no like it, it took me all of my life to to make that sketch so that's true <laughs> so so I mean so everybody, yeah, I mean, everyone who's listening, like, you have a pretty impressive body of work in, in whatever industry or like in wh- whoever you are or like whatever pain or trauma that you overcome to be alive today and to be like listening to this podcast right now. Like, what you have is very valuable. And there are people out there who will give you money to, to have you like help them through the journey that you've already, you know, Mm -hmm. walked through, um, and just, you know, charge them accordingly for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I really like that. I like that last little anecdote. Thank you for that. I think we're going to wrap up with, with that. We're about at time here and I'm going to, I'll put a link to the clarityfm.com for you. And of course, all of Mike's information is going to be there as well. Is there anything else you want to say to be complete?
3: just just to remember that like the the only thing that you're responsible for at all is like what's like inside the surface area of your skin i i do this like guided meditation you know just like like imagine your skin that's like just it fully en- encompasses your body it's like you're responsible for everything inside that space, which is your, your feelings and your thoughts and your words and your actions. And, um, ultimately your success and Mm -hmm. like everything outside that space, like all like other people's, like other people's success or even desires, like you're not responsible for it. Um, so if, if something, if there's something making you unhappy or if you want more friends or if you're overwhelmed or, you know, just like anything, then just do whatever action needs to be done to alleviate that suffering or to get more of what you want in life.
0: Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much for being my sidekick for four episodes.
3: It was so fun.
0: I know. <laughs> I love getting such a different perspective than my own. Cause I think that, I think, you know, it's sometimes I'm like, Oh my God, if I have to hear myself talk again, I
2: might
0: (laughs) (laughs) run through the hall screaming, but I, I, I really loved it and I really enjoyed it. And I'm, I'm, I'm honored to call you my friend and, um, uh,
3: definitely same here.
0: Great. So with that, I will bid you all farewell and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.
3: Bye. Thanks everyone.
1: Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place.